0: all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today, and right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business. If you go to kajabi.com/earn, that's k-a-j-a-b-i.com/earn. Kajabi.com/earn and join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over six billion dollars. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Earners, what's up? Look, this episode is sponsored by NerdWild's Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to NerdWild's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your money. I can't front. The nerds have helped me get smarter about a few things, like planning my tax bills so that I don't dread April every year or making a budget. That's balanced, not just buying sneakers and fly clothes or saving on travel because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night or maybe a five star dinner or boosting my credit score. Since we all know credit is like the real life cheat code. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines can have on your life. You'll get the clarity you need to make smart decisions with confidence. Smart money is the smartest way to get even smarter about money. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future, you well, thank you.
1: So let me ask you this: Black Hollywood, and we've been spending a lot of time in Black Hollywood. So um, I'm hearing a lot of the same stories told. Like it's very tough. It's difficult. The budgets are not the same, and you know a lot of people are saying the same thing. For the outside people, that's not in that cluster and they don't understand, like what are some of the challenges that people face in black Hollywood as far as getting a movie produced or not getting the same budget for their white counterparts? Cause I don't think people have a, an appreciation of, of that.
2: Well, the very thing that those who are outside of the Hollywood industry that are in our community that see the challenges that we deal with every day as a people, you know, we work twice as hard to get You know twice as less um as as our counterparts right and that being said it's it is the same way we're not valued the way we i believe we supposed to be valued so those budgets are really important for us so that we can have the kind of quality that we can present to the consumer and the smaller the budget the more creative you have to get and we don't have resources oftentimes, as our white counterparts. The real deal is we don't own any platforms the way we should. There's a few black-owned platforms, but we don't have a lot of outlets. We don't have as many. So we are not sort of governing over these entities or these corporations um, to say, Hey you guys have a great story y'all want to tell it and there's money to be made. come here. It, it's not it's not as many. Mm-hmm. So when we do find that those places, everybody's trying to go through one keyhole. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to go through one uh, tunnel. And even when you go to non-black owned places they'll tell you to go over there because you know they have to find value in what we do. And that's changing quite a bit as we're, you know, making it very clear and we're loud about it because we have to, that I always say, and I talk to execs in, in the industry in Hollywood that either look like us and particularly the ones who are not from the black community. I tell people all the time, we're not looking for handouts. We're not asking for any favors. Black folk have earned the right to have the things that we believe, right, from what we've contributed in front of the camera, what we've done behind the camera, the things that we have done and changed the narratives and we've taken the reign. We've been able to do so much and we've made y'all a lot of money, 10 times, a hundred times over in a real way, but also the consumers, black communities, black people support all movies. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have earned that. We have earned the right to be at the table. We are. We earned the right to have the, you know, decision making power. And oftentimes in Hollywood, historically, black folks don't govern over anything. We're in front of the camera and it looks good. Give black folks enough, you know, to keep them quiet, but not enough to make them. A real difference, or have a real impact yeah. uh, on, the, on the other side of things, and we want to change that. You know, yeah. we don't want to just have enough to keep us quiet, but really not make a difference. We're trying to really do something here, and we we we've earned it on both sides. So now we have black entrepreneurs, and I don't mean to cut you off. Okay. But now we have black entrepreneurs or black, you know, companies that recognize that, and they Hollywood has had to come together. And be a part of sort of you know uh, the movement, and and uh, because they understand, we bring a lot of money. So you look at this; it's like look at Black Panther. I was that, that's that's exactly about I was, to go over uh, there. That's what I was going because I was we, like, there, yeah.
0: what, what you're saying is it, it takes for a Black Panther and a riot Coogler to do that a billion dollar movie. Sure. Do it again, another billion dollar success on its way, and then you hear like what well, Disney has a division called Onyx, mm-hmm. and that was focusing on black creators. And so I wonder if I mean it seems like it's a timing thing right because even now like you said there's a cold time but now it's hot it's a hot thing and it's a topic it's a topic right and And so now it brings more creatives but having just onyx isn't enough right i was going going to the next point was like hey take Man entertainment yeah like exactly this now this
2: develops and it's like you've been working on it for a long but now the timing of it makes sense yeah because now we have executives who are in these places now that are, you know, the heads of production and they're heads of these companies and entertainment companies that when I walk into a room, they understand. And it's not something that I have to, you know, beat them over the head about. Like, okay, they get it. And I'm not gonna bring anything that's mediocre. I'm gonna really believe that I'll bring something that's quality, or I won't bring it at all. Right. But you mentioned Tapement Entertainment, which is a production company, uh, entertainment company that my brothers LaRon and Lamar and I decided to put together years ago. And we've had some cool deals. You know, they'll go and give you a housing deal, make sure that you're cool, make you know, pay you some money, and take care of you. But it's like, okay, it's great to be in there and it's great to get a little bit of that money, but we want to get the product out there. We wanna be able to get the stories told. We wanna be able to <clears throat> make sure that the voices of the voiceless voice can be heard and if mm-hmm. we are those you know the pathway if we're the conduits to do that then we really need to see those who are like-minded and understand the bigger overall picture and we want equity mm-hmm. it's more than just you know getting a project off the ground we want some ownership and as we do business with other you know black entities uh quality you know we're looking for quality we mm-hmm. team up with the quality we want equity because that's what it's about. It is a business. And so the fact that we recognize more of the business, we walk into the rooms and we are on, we <laughs> we, 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 know what we're doing. I thought Old Dog was going to come out and going to say, we on our shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to. <laughs> we
1: were well, about to. It's been a pleasure, my brother. Um, yes. Anything that you want to make the public aware of, any new projects, of course, you know, you want power, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Anything you're working on?
2: Yeah, I want to talk about obviously Power Ghost uh, season three. That's uh, out. That's covered out. It's gonna be an incredible season. Councilman Rashad Tate. Yes, Councilman yeah. Rashad, tell you there's a connection. <laughs> and you know, uh, can't give too much away, but I can say that we've elevated some things. We've definitely gonna, you know, see Councilman Tate up to his shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do that. It wouldn't be, you know, there's gonna be it's some luck. Right. So, 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 yeah, it's so, be some right. backdoor deals and some. You know, so, some, right. some nonsense going on, and uh, <laughs> no, I'm excited about it. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a great. Somebody will be sacrificed. Uh, absolutely, it's man- <laughs> mandatory, um, has to happen. But I'm excited about this season and what the whole power universe is representing. Uh, what else we got? We my brothers and I actually are working on a, a docu series mm. about social injustice. Uh, about the marginalization of specifically black people and we uh, filmed it in chicago right we've been working in, on the west side and the south side of chicago really just showing you know why some of the things are happening but beyond why are the things happening in terms of the marginalization of us in our community what are the solutions and we are trying to create something that allows the people who are going through what they're going through to come up with the solutions. Oftentimes it's people who are behind the scenes or off to the side who is not even who are not even from the community deciding what is best for those who are dealing with the. De- but guess who knows? The people who have been able to survive, the people mm-hmm. who have been able to overcome those hurdles and those pitfalls and those landmines. So we wanted to create something that allows the voices of those who are dealing with it Tell us what the solution is yeah. and let's figure that out. So, we're also uh, involved with some uh, redevelopment. You know, we have to call it redevelopment, but basically, it's gentrification in, <laughs> in, in the hood. And I'm like, yo, hold up. How can we be a part of that, you know, redevelopment? Because it's really important. And as you know, with gentrification, you know, it's valuable land, it's valuable, you know, communities, but they displace those who inhabit it. And it's particularly black folks, black and brown people, right? And so, we're like, how can we? find this social equity how can we find opportunities to keep you know to redevelop it get all the amenities housing affordable housing you know businesses that the the people who live there could take part and they're not displaced right and we can create businesses and we can create you know schools and museums uh, and this is not like sort of a, a like a, a pipe dream. It's like it is attainable. Mm-hmm. It happens. It just doesn't happen with us often. So we're doing all the things that we can to be a part of that. We're dealing with developers and architects and lawyers and you know financial people uh, that you know look like us that we could be a part of the narrative to redevelop and help buy back the block. You had my last thing. You had a, a successful audio series. Yes, right? Bronzeville. Bronzeville. So Bronzeville represents that, we and that's more why of that. We, yeah. So we have more of that. You know, Bronzeville is. Uh, sort of a, a roadmap, if you will. Uh, the actual story is like, a uh, uh, theater of the mind where you can like hear like this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. But we scripted it, there's characters in it and it takes place in the 1930s, 1940s on the south side of Chicago in a community called Bronzeville where black folks were self-sufficient and the way that they came became self-sufficient financially was running numbers other communities were you know bootlegging when doing liquor and all mm-hmm. that stuff during prohibition black folks we were running numbers and what happened was as a result of creating this economic infrastructure they began to invest in the in in the community so these people who were called policy kings decided to invest into like the first black owned bank the first department store in Chicago that was black owned the, the grocery stores. And we had this metropolis of, of a community where we had our own police departments when we policed ourselves. And we had our own grocery stores and butcher shops where people would look out for each other. And I felt like we got away from that. And we wanted to tell the story of how we can get back to that because it is attainable for us as black folks to unite, thrive, and have a true, uh, a part of the uh, you know, piece of the American dream.
0: Earners, what's going on? Listen, EYLU is relaunching, revamping, retooling. That's right. We're creating a new educational experience that's more expansive. Shadi, tell what we got. Yes,
1: 2023. We got a lot in store, a lot planned for you guys. So you know that EYLU already includes monthly financial planning calls with me, book club calls with Troy, real estate calls with MG the Mortgage Guy, access to the home buying blueprint, volume one and volume two part of the revamp will include 27 local chapters from across the united states live interactive teaching hands-on not just pre-recorded videos plus 15 brand new curriculums
0: the biggest just got bigger head over to eyluniversity.com that's e-y-l-u-n-i-v-e-r-s-i-t-y.com see you there